The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You can not only learn from your mistakes, you can celebrate them. They define who you are and serve as a learning tool to become your most beautiful self ever. Welcome to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, with your host, Jim Stacy. Jim is the author of 11 books and is here to help you experience the power of the divine deep within yourself. It's inside you. You just have to know where and how to look for it. Now, here is Jim Stacy. And welcome again to another adventure on our journey of leaving religion behind and stepping into choosing for ourselves what our life is going to be all about. Beyond religion, your life is waiting. So many times, as I've said and you have experienced, I'm sure, that there are things that get in the way. There's nothing quite like religious dogma and doctrine and, and all the theology and, the, and the, the nonsense coming from control freaks that keep us in a very small place. We have the privilege to live our own life. We have the privilege to choose for ourselves. And those that try to take that away from us, I'm sorry, but they are just dead wrong. We need to liberate ourselves from all of those issues, step into a new way of being, and find our deepest purpose. And that's what this show is all about. Uh, The last two weeks, I've been talking about the hero's journey. And I've said it many times, you and I are the hero. It's all based on Joseph Campbell's book, Hero, the Hero, rather, with a thousand faces. What he means by that is that there are many, many faces in the mythology of the cultures of the world that all have a message for us for the cultures that, that use those uh, images, that whether Native Americans, indigenous people, or any other culture around the world, every culture has the masks that hide the truth. And it's done that way purposely, so that people will take the mask off of the mystery, take the mask off of their own hidden potential, and become real and alive for the very first time in many cases. But the thousand faces also means that every one of us is the potential hero. The hero that takes a journey, the hero that departs, leaves home, whether figuratively, symbolically, or literally, and goes to a place of awakening. I'll be talking more about this later in in today's show. But then there's a purpose for all that. As we awaken, then we return. The hero within us is our purpose that needs to be set free. And the hero is us going on a journey to find who we really are and then choosing to be all that we can be. The hero within is your most beautiful self, the one that you have not yet set free like you will. As I've said before so many times in our lives, we have all had something taken away from us. We have had tragedies to face. We've had mysteries to walk through. 
we've had answers for which there are seemingly uh, more and more questions coming all the time. We've had mysteries and, and questions to walk through that we just seemingly don't have any answers for. And so often, life is that way. Issues, questions, problems, events, things that we try to understand, things we try to make sense of, and we don't many times see that. And the reason, I believe, one of the reasons at least, that we don't see the reason in all of these issues is because we're not taking the mask off of that situation. And what I mean by that is we, we take the mask off by saying, okay, that's it to that situation. Why are you here? What are you here for? What are you here to teach me? And what can I learn from this? When we do that, we take the mask off of any problem and we can begin then to see some of the reasons why that situation or that person or that event has come into our lives. My friends, I promise you that everything that you face, everything has a purpose for it. If we look for it, if we take the mask off, and if we find the answers deep inside of ourselves, there is no such thing as punishment. I want to say that again. There is no such thing as punishment. Only religion teaches that. You are not being punished when you face a difficulty. You are not being punished because something didn't work out. You are much more beautiful than that. So instead of looking at it as punishment, we can look at every event in our lives as that which is here to teach us something more. We've had our true self pushed aside because of the lies we've been told and the times when we've not been able to see through the reason or the purpose for something happening in our, in our life. We've been kept too small by those who are less than human. Our destiny, our purpose, our blossoming as a beautiful flower has been oh, what's held back, I guess is a good term. It has been kept in a place of darkness when flowers need light to shine. We've been kept in a place far too small, and we've not had the freedom to be our most beautiful self. That's what this show is all about, the freedom and the beauty in finding who you are and then being able to live that in power and in passion. One of the most beautiful insights that Yeshua taught in his uh, parables, and Yeshua, as you know, is the Aramaic name for Jesus, But Yeshua taught a story one day about the prodigal son. The prodigal son was at home, and everything seemed to be okay. But the day came that he had to leave, and he left home, and he went on a journey. He went on a search for more, but he went to an unfamiliar place. He went to a faraway city, and there he learned some deeper truths in the midst of some very uncomfortable and unfortunate choices. And he found himself in a place where he'd never dreamed of being before, and he came to his senses. That is, he awakened to a deeper truth within. And after a time of difficulty, he decided to return home. But he returned home a different person than when he left. And right there, my friends, is the purpose for what I'm saying to you on all these shows and this book that I'm writing right now called Liberating Ourselves from the Chains of Religion. We need to find our own purpose. No one can tell us what that is. 
And we are overcoming all that is temporary as we choose to live out the reason why we have come to this planet. Now, the church turned that story into a story about somebody who was bad, left home, got lost, and had to get saved. No, sorry. There's no salvation nonsense in that story whatsoever. He started at home. He left on a journey, and he came back, and there was great celebration. It's not a story of salvation. It's or of going astray or being bad. That son learned as the hero's journey teaches all of us, he learned a deep and valuable insight into who he was and what he was there for. Myths properly understood and applied can be a part of one of the, one of the greatest parts, rather, of the human journey. Our human experience traveling here in a temporary planet, in a temporary world, who we, who we are is the question that we must answer every day. When the temporary journey, this lifetime, is about to end, I wonder what is it that you will be thinking about most of all? What adventure will you wish you had taken? What regrets will swirl around you as you take your last breath? Oh, those who work in hospice and and certain places in hospitals where people are, are passing from this life tell the story over and over again that As people die, the greatest regret that people share in so many, many cases is the regret that they didn't live the life that they truly wanted to live. They lived the life that someone else, parents or whoever else, told them that they should live. What a tragedy to die. Take your last breath and know that you didn't live the way you truly knew you could. My friends, I am doing this radio show. I write my books and everything I'm doing. I'm doing it to share the magic of the adventure that's awaiting. And if I can encourage you to take that step beyond the confinement of other people's values, take that step into who you are and be who you want. Live the life that you have come here to live. If I can do that for people, I will be exceedingly happy. I've had to do it for myself, and I keep doing it, and I will keep doing it. I will be all that I can be. And so, how do we find the path? How do we find that hero within? How do we know that we are the hero? And what is our task? What is the awakening like for each of us? I'll tell you this. The awakening will be different for you than for anyone else. Your departure into the initiation or the unknown to learn more than you've ever learned before is different than anyone else's will ever be. Your departure and your return will be different than anyone else's as well. You are unique. You are valuable. And the most value that you can ever have is to be fully your most beautiful self. So, the hero within Joseph Campbell, the hero with a thousand faces, is the one who was revealed to us, as I mentioned before, in the Star Wars movies and all that took place with uh, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, the Force, 
and the uh, the Jedi, the Empire striking back, all of those issues are found in Star Wars. And it is the truth that each of these parts of Star Wars reflects a part of our own inner journey. George Lucas, who wrote the Star Wars uh, series, was writing that very consciously and based it all upon Joseph Campbell's work and his study of mythology. George Lucas and Joseph Campbell became very good friends before we lost Joseph Campbell several years ago. So I would encourage you to go back, if you have the Star Wars movies uh, laying around somewhere, uh, or go back and find them or rent one from the library or something, go back and look and see if you can find yourself in the Star Wars story. The slaying of the dragon, Luke Skywalker facing Darth Vader and all the dark energies that were about his choices in his early life. Darth Vader was the one who chose the path to the dark side. As Yoda said, I love Yoda in that series, who said the fear of losing is the path to the dark side. And that, my friends, holds a great deal of truth. When we live in the fear of losing, we live in a fear that every, something's going to be taken away. And when we believe that, we're believing a lie. Nothing can be taken away from you. Only the things that are temporary and worthless and the things that people try to take away from us, none of those things count anyway. But nothing can be taken away from you if you claim to be all that you are and all that you want to be. You have that choice. And Luke Skywalker had to wake up to that. He had to slay the dragons. He had to awaken to a new sense of being. And he did. And my friends, you can do it too. I'm working on it every day. And this whole series is about encouraging you to claim that for yourself. It's time for a break. I'll be right back. Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Jesus Was Not a Christian, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Jesus Was Not a Christian, available right now on Amazon.com. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network.
are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So let's go into a bit more detail of what the hero's journey might look like. I want to make this as clear as I can, because in the mythology that we are looking at, there are so many facets, so many parts to the journey. And as we study this for ourselves, again, we get to pick out what's important on our own journey. So what is the hero's journey about? I've mentioned the three different parts that Joseph Campbell writes about. That is the time where we have to leave home, the time of separation, then there's a time of initiation and the return. But what is this this first segment all about? We're living somewhere. We're living in what Joseph Campbell calls a wasteland, perhaps. The wasteland meaning not that it's totally worthless, but that it hasn't yet been filled with all that we know that we can be. And so there's a call that comes to the hero. That call may come in many different ways. A call to leave what has been and to become new. And that call, Joseph uh, Campbell says, may come as a hammer or as a feather. I've had it happen to me as both. But one day, years ago, I had one of the most tragic things happen to me, at least it felt tragic back then, when I was kicked out of a group that I had been with, and that came to me as a hammer. It was a tragic issue for me, and yet it came. I dealt with it, and it became one of the most beautiful gifts that I had ever experienced in my life. Other times, the call may come as a feather, tickling us behind the ear or something, where just something comes into our awareness. You know, I need to leave this behind. I need to change something in my life. That call comes. And so, so often, we are reluctant to follow that. We spend some time in that place of, oh, I don't know. Do I want to do this? Can I leave this behind? Can I change this or that? Maybe I need to tell some person to get out of my life. Maybe I need to look at that person in a different way or maybe listen to something different. But we leave a job. We leave something behind. What it is for you will be the best issue that you can possibly face. I've had both. I've had to leave home. I've had to leave people behind. I've had to burn some bridges We all have those issues come to us. And sometimes we lose someone that we just are deeply grieved about. And that comes as a hammer as well. It's so tough to lose someone that we love. And yet, my friends, that is not the end of our lives. It's all a call. A call to leave what has been and go on an adventure stepping over a threshold, doing that crossing over from one realm of of living to another. And so that first call comes. And if we choose to follow it, we step over from the past into, yes, the unknown. And the unknown is so fearful and scary for so many people. 
It is for all of us at times. And yet, if I've learned one thing, I've learned this, that the unknown is not something to be afraid of. The unknown is simply a mystery. It's simply something to sit down and say, wow, I wonder what this means. And I choose not to be afraid. I choose to step into the mystery. I choose to ask it why it's, what, what truth it's holding for me. I choose to ask for help along the way. I choose to go forward. It may be a road of trials. I went through many of those as well. It may be, as Campbell calls, a night sea journey, but it's an adventure. It is another way of testing part of ourselves. Maybe we start a new business. Maybe we get a new job. Maybe we have a, uh, enter into a different relationship. Maybe we go deep within. And here's the key to go deep within and discover what is inside of ourselves. We cross that threshold into an awakening. An awakening of beyond all that we see with our eyes, beyond all that we look at every day, the job we go to, you know, paying the bills, driving the car, repairing this, doing that, beyond all of the externals, the purpose of awakening is to go deep within. That is it for every hero on the journey that you take. We must learn to go within. And you've heard me tell many stories about that. Perhaps one of the greatest truths that I can ever share with you and with everyone else that I know is what I began to learn years ago in the midst of tragic experiences. I had to learn, you know, I've had it with all these external things. I've had it with the values of other people. I've had it with the condemnation, the judgments. I've had it with being too small. And I had to learn how to go within. It's not scary really. When we close our eyes, we step away from the visible world. In deep meditation, in whatever you might call that, some may call it prayer, some may call it something else, but it's in deep meditation and our commitment to find our way that we begin to find that we have much more strength than we ever knew we had. We know that we can do it. And the more we understand that we can the I can comes to us. We know we're getting in touch with something deeper. And that something deeper is the divine within us. We are all the divine in human form, every one of us. And Yeshua taught this very clearly. When he said, in the Aramaic, it's called the Malkatah Dashamaya, the kingdom or queendom of heaven within. And in the Aramaic, one of the most powerful things I've learned is that it is, uh, as my Aramaic mentor called it, it's the I can, the empowerment of the cosmos within us, the divine within us. In fact, my Aramaic mentor, Dr. Neil Douglas Klotz, uh, we're in process right now of uh, scheduling a time when he can be a guest on the show in the next few weeks. I know that you'll enjoy that. But the Aramaic is what has brought such empowerment to me. And when I realized that this kingdom, queendom, is within, and I learned, began to learn how to get in touch with that through meditation and through other spiritual practices, 
I began to know, ah, there's much more to this life than I've ever known before. And when I read that and began to think about the I can of the cosmos, and I looked at all the struggles, I looked at all the problems, I looked at all that uh, people were had done to me and, and were some that were trying to, and I decided, you know, I can. I can do this. And that one ma- magnificent journey that I took when I left home, uh, about maybe the third or fourth, fifth time, I don't know when it was, it was just it was a few years back when I had been kicked out of a group that I had been part of, and I was kicked out on false charges. On, and well, you know, the man that did it ended up paying me a lot of money to keep me from go, taking him to court because he knew he'd lied. I still had to deal with the issues at hand. And what I got from that as I sat in agony and tears and, and lamenting all that had taken place, what began to awaken inside of me was, wait a minute, I can leave this behind. Where I've been and what I have been doing is not what I need to hold on to. I can do something different. I can no more. I can and I will. And I started my own business back in 1978 after that tragic issue began to unfold. And I took charge of my own life and I said, I can do this. Yes, I went through a dark night of the soul. Yes, I experienced a lot of, of struggle and In the midst of it all, I was understanding that I can, and I built my business into a very successful one. All the while, I still needed to wake up. I still needed to know more, but I kept going. And then there comes time after we awaken and know something deeper that we take another crossing, another threshold into what Joseph Campbell calls the return What do we fear? What we face many times in that initiation time is what Carl Jung said, the cave that we fear to enter holds the treasure that we seek. And that is so vastly important. We go through a new connection in that time of of awakening, a new connection with the divine within us. And sometimes we fear to enter our own self that cave, because we know the mistakes we've made. We know the things we've not done right. And instead of looking at those and embracing them, and I did several shows on this in in the past, of celebrating our mistakes and dancing in the delights of our uh, the mistakes that we make. And, and all of these things are important because we enter into and we find that deep inside of ourselves there is nothing to be afraid of. Nothing. We own our mistakes. We dance in the light of imperfection. We learn, we grow, and we become more. We gain the courage through the experiencing success and finding that we are more capable than we've ever before. There are always helpers along the way. There are always people. There are events. There are books to read. There's all kinds of help. It's almost like the Old Testament story of Jonah, which was not a literal story, this Jonah and the whale thing. No, there was no whale. There was no swallowing a man alive, and he stayed alive in the belly of the whale for three days. No, no, no. It's all symbolic. It's all 
a picture of what happens to us when we know we're called to go deeper and we say, I can't, I won't, no, no, I can't do it. I did that when I was kicked out of that group and I threw out the baby with the bathwater and I entered what I know now was a dark night of the soul for the next quite a few years, but I overcame it. I had refused to use the negativity and the difficulties to step into my deeper self. I just didn't know about that yet, but I found it. And that's what I'm here to tell you about today and through every radio show and every book that I write. Yes, the belly of the whale is symbolic. We've all been there. We've all refused to take the next step. And it's not punishment. It's an awakening. It's a time to go deeper. It's a time for us to learn more of who we are, more of what we can lay aside and make room for all that is to come. But we step across all these thresholds and we move into something deeper and we are rescued. The hero always gets rescued through the tests and through the the pain and the people around us that don't understand. We find that there's a magical flight. We'll step into that after this break. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. Jim Stacy's first book, Jesus Was Not a Christian, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Jesus Was Not a Christian, available right now on Amazon.com. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So, what is that magical flight? My friends, if there's anything that I can encourage you with, I would say this. Whatever's happening for you right now, it's not the end. Whatever difficulty you're facing right now, that is not what needs to define you. Not at all. You can do it. You can 
go deep inside yourself and ask the meaning and the, and the reasons for all these things that happen. I promise you, there is a magical flight for every one of us that takes us from that place of initiation, that place where we've departed and, and where we're waking up, that place of difficulty and tests and trials. Yes, and there is a magical flight out of that difficulty into a renewed purpose. It happens for us. And I'll just, I wasn't planning this, but let me just share this with you. That in my journey, I had been wondering, what is it that I'm supposed to do? I'd written several books, and you'll find, uh, some of you found those on my website, the uh, divineswithinus.com. And the first book that I wrote, as I mentioned last week, uh, the title's been changed now, and it's on Amazon under a new title called Liberating Jesus from Christianity. But how did I know that? How did I learn all that? I can only learn that because I went through some very difficult trials. And I'd written the book. I'd self-published it under a different title. I was working on other books, and I didn't know what the next step was for me. And then one day, I was working in my shop, and my phone rang. I looked down, and it said, hmm, a call from Arizona. I said, well, gee, I don't know anybody from Arizona. And I just was going to ignore it. And then something deep inside of me said, answer the phone. It's important. I said, wow, that's interesting. And so I answered the phone. And I heard this voice on the other end. He said, are you Jim Stacy?" I said, yes. He said, this is Winston Price. I'm an executive producer for Voice America Talk Radio. One of somebody on our staff found you on the Internet, did some research on you, and I'd like to see if you might be interested in doing a radio show on our network. Now that was a magical flight. Thank you, Winston, for calling me. And I'm here today doing almost 40 shows now, and I plan to continue, and writing more and speaking more. The magical flight comes for all of us, that unexpected day when someone recognizes what we're doing, someone understands the message that we have been developing, and we slay the dragon, as Joseph Campbell talks about so often. And that dragon is slaying our own shadow self. The mistakes we've made, the difficulties along the way, again, not judgment, not condemnation, but as we clean our own house and transform our shadow, I promise you the magical flights come to us, every single one of us. And the treasure, well, the hero always finds treasure. What is the treasure for you? I'm not talking about monetary things at all, but the treasure is there for every one of us. And you get to define what the treasure is for you. In the midst of all of these issues, there's nothing more rewarding than to slay the dragons along the way. <laughs> and as I mentioned in the last show, the DVD uh, called uh, Finding Joe is the story uh, in in the uh, you know, picture uh, of Joseph Campbell's adventure. And we have this young kid on this DVD who goes on this journey and he has to slay the dragon. He has to slay the monsters. And he finds out that when he slays it, the monster pulls back its mask and it is him. That's what every hero has to learn. Luke Skywalker had to learn it. 
when he slayed the, the, the Darth Vader and he looked and saw his reflection. That's the most important lesson of all. The dragon, the, the monster, it's our own ego self that we need to overcome. Slaying the shadow, getting past all those monstrous things that have held us back, owning our own stuff, and then stepping into the deepest part of who we can possibly be. Your dream of becoming more is the common experience of human beings everywhere. Your dream of becoming more is the constant story of seeking amidst the ever-changing landscape of the human journey. But the challenge is, the challenge that is always present is to find and experience what is more, what that more is for you, because your more is the exciting journey just ahead of you as you choose the path through the woods of human experience. Truth is both the pursuit of a mystery, a mystery of the unknown, that unknown that we're so afraid of sometimes. But truth is both the pursuit of the mystery of the unknown that beckons a human spirit, and it's also finding it. It's like a magnificent mountain range, beautifully adorned, just like an unopened Christmas gift. But that mystery holds an, an immense fulfillment. The unknown is calling us further as we walk through that mountain range, perhaps, calling us with the icy peaks above the tree line. Truth is always urging us to test our path, to take the next step. Truth is an amazing adventure. Come, it says, come and taste my gifts. Walk through the valleys, walk across the mountains, and enjoy every step, every tempting view to stay and look and look and enjoy more and more. Yes, every part of the adventure. And as I wrote one time, so I feel the magic of that pursuit looking at myself as if I was walking through the mountains. I said, as millions of trees offer themselves to me as guides along the way, countless numbers of majestic boulders to climb, to sit upon, and to meditate, truth invites me to partake of the ancient wisdom found in both the boulders and the glorious rushing streams that present themselves as magical gifts of insights awaiting my choice to know deeper truth. The refreshing sounds of new insights are ever encouraging me on this most magical journey, delightfully opening my mind to infinite possibilities, awakening my spirit to the higher consciousness as it drifts softly through my soul. Truth of the opening of my inner depths, as only the pages of an enticing mystery novel can do, soothing my most inner self with its plateaus of both rest and and reassurance. Your journey to find the truth began before you came to planet Earth. That first journey into leaving home or departing into the unknown to awaken further was why you've come here to the planet this time. It will continue long after you leave here. This journey is eternal because you are eternal and that which you seek is also eternal. 
So let's continue this fascinating life adventure, this delightful ongoing celebration of discovery, more and more of what you and I have not yet realized as it unfolds right now in this moment and right now in the next moment. Who are you right now? Who will you become? Truth is something that no one can explain by just using words or ideas or thoughts. No one can tell you where to find it or which books contain it. No one can tell you how to find it, and no one can convince you that you have found it. Only you will know. You will know the truth. You get to test it. You get to say, this is my truth, and you get to live that. Neither can anyone show you that they know what the truth is, nor can they confine you to their limited view of it. You are much more magnificent than to be controlled by any other person's limitations. This is your journey. There is no authority to dictate truth to you. You will come to know the truth from deep inside of your highest self, the divine within you. And so we live in the question, what is truth? We can neither escape being here in that quest, nor can we live our lives if we are not, or as if we are not searching for it. The truth is, because of the experiences that come to us moment by moment, whether it's the unexpected, our hopes and dreams realized, the losses we encounter, the adventures we pursue, the tears we shed, the pain we bear, the sheer delights of celebration that we love, the beauty we see around us, and that the creativity that we expresses all that we are constantly dreaming of and learning to become. Each of these issues reveal more and more truth to us on our journey. We are here to learn. We're here to grow. We're here to embrace the unexpected. We're here to step into the dream, to step into the hope. We're here to shed tears. Yes, we are. Tears come, and they will always be part of this human experience. The pain we bear, but then the sheer delights of celebration. We see beauty all around us. There is beauty in everything we gain. There's beauty in everything we lose. We just need to look for it, and we will find it deep within. Time for another break, and I'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. 
Jim Stacy's first book, Jesus Was Not a Christian, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Jesus Was Not a Christian, available right now on Amazon.com. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to the divine is within us at gmail.com. Again, that's the divine is within us at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So the journey is before us. Our friends, we are living in the midst of the journey. I hope what I'm saying to you encourages you right now where you are living life as it's happening for you. We are all in different places. We all have struggles that we're facing. We all have beautiful things happening. And in the midst of it all, we just need to know there's more. And whether we're basking in the delights of creating a beautiful garden or feeling, again, the heartbreak of a lost relationship, maybe we're kayaking some spectacular whitewater stream, or maybe just romping in the grass with our kids. All of these are teachers for us. Those teachers can also be discovered in catching the first rays of sunrise while walking on your favorite beach, grieving the loss of your youth, straining on a treadmill to lose just one more pound, or in a thousand other situations. Whether or not we understand the full impact of these and much more, truth is revealing itself to us in the midst of each one. It requires of us awareness and consciousness to catch the truth as it shows up and then to benefit from each and every one of our experiences. What we need to understand, what I'm working on all the time, is that truth is always speaking to me. And so, I need to define that for myself. As I ask, what in the world is truth sometimes? Many people have attempted to define it, and yet they describe it, and they think they demand it or possess it or whatever else. But as I've said many times, truth is for you to experience. Truth is for you to define. It is not for anyone to tell you what it is. And the thing that we go through in all of these issues is the one word that sometimes we hate so much is the word change. Change is quite threatening for most of us. The ego craves the experience of having all the truth in a box so it can feel secure. This is the issue behind the development of all the hierarchical religions and their built-in theological system. They want to avoid change. And so they lock you into a small box. They say, if you believe all this and you hold on to this, you have nothing else to worry about. Well, I'm sorry. 
but our perception of truth cannot be static and fixed so that it never changes. Truth is a pursuit. It is never a destination. Truth is a journey. It is never the arrival somewhere. And this is true because change is the key to all learning. Change both teaches us about new truth and it at once reveals the results of learning more. It was Bruce Lee, the famous martial artist, who said, to change with change is the changeless state. In other words, just keep changing with change and you'll never have to change. I said one day when I realized that, wow, he's absolutely right. Because there is change happening around us constantly. Every effort to control change is futility. The effort itself in, and in itself to try to stop change is just more change. And so what Bruce Lee said is true. If we, just, if we hate change, then we just keep changing and changing and changing. And we never have to change. Anyway, a quote from the Gnostic Sanctuary in California. Some a beautiful people that I have met there. I'm quoting from Tao Rosamondi Miller, a teacher there. And she says, quote, Inbreaks of the divine require a flexible mind capable of letting go of every acquired concept of God. God gnosis or knowledge is quite different from the religious, historical, and any other kind of knowledge. One emerges from within, throwing open the inner gates, and the other one comes from without. As we go on this journey to find truth, again I would say, who is this you? Who is this person you call me on the path of your lifetime and the adventures? Who is this person that you are taking with you every day? Or would it be better to leave everything behind and go alone? Yet to go alone we cannot. We as humans are the present product of all our past experiences. Our first awareness must be that we cannot go on a journey without taking all of our past with us on the quest for truth. Oh, we'd like to forget about certain things. We like to push them aside. But the issue here is they don't have to go with us if we deal with it. If we say thank you for the gift that this person brought into my experience, Thank you for that experience, and I learned this, and I choose this. As we learn through every experience of life, we no longer have to take anything with us. I've often said to people who are trying to get away from it all and go on vacation, I said, you know, you have to remember that you have to take yourself with you. And Oh, I remember the shock on somebody's face years ago when they realized that that was true. And so... My point here is we must begin where we are. We have to begin with the person that we are, just as we are in this moment. We cannot go somewhere else to start. We cannot start with someone that we are not. This means that every memory comes along with us, every life-shaking drama, the mountaintop delights, every spiritual experience, including those we practice today and those we laid aside long ago. Every experience of pain and suffering, every enemy, every friend, every frustration, every success and failure, all of these the hero takes with him on his journey. And when he departs into that awakening, the initiatory stage 
of becoming a new person, then he gets to deal with. The hero gets to look at every one of those issues and transform them. To look at each one, to claim the lesson, the insight, and the gift in every one of them, and then he can find himself becoming a new person. So when is it time for you to leave home or to depart? What is it going to be like for you to find your highest self in the awakening process of life? We have to take along our whole self for the ride. And in that time of awakening, we understand mind, spirit, emotions, ego, our body, sexuality, anything and everything that we are. No, we don't leave them behind. We just transform them. And by transforming them, we step into being a new person. Who will be there to welcome me on my return? That we just don't know. But we know that as we return from having departed and awakened, coming to know deep within ourselves who we are, our purpose for being here, and when we know that, and then we come back home or we return, to what we return will be different than when we left. And that's okay, because that's part of the adventure as well. So, we don't have much time left today. I will just leave you with a couple more thoughts and questions. Do you know that your beautiful self awaits you? Do you know how beautiful you are? Do you know what it is yet that you will become? No, we can't know that fully. But what is your dream? What is it you long for? What is the person that you want to be. Take some time, sit down, write write it out, look at that, and claim it. We'll take you further on this journey each week as we step further into the hero's journey. That's all the time we have for today. Please take time to be with yourself. Thank you for tuning into the program today. Please join Jim Stacy for another edition of Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, let the divine work for you and with you. You're bound to experience a new life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.